Hey guys, welcome back to We Read the News So You Don't Have To. I'm Yang, and today I'm taking over Joel and this is a news recap podcast from Zodapop by Zirap Media. And every episode we come on and share different stories that are relevant to young adults in Singapore, whether it's serious news or some light-hearted ones. From today's episode, we will be having different guests come on and host the show. So other than Joel, look forward to hearing some new voices like me. So without further ado, let's dive straight into our first headline. So our first headline today is Elon Musk challenging Putin to fight with Ukraine as the prize. <laughs> so on Monday, March 14th, that's yesterday, Elon Musk, the world's richest man, challenged Russian President Vladimir Putin to a fight with none less than the fate of Ukraine, the scene of Moscow's invasion at stake. So the eccentric billionaire and founder of aerospace company SpaceX took to Twitter, where his messages are notoriously erratic, to see whether the Russian leader would test his metal in person rather than through his country's forces. So Musk tweeted, I hereby challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat. Stakes are Ukraine. Do you accept this fight? He added in Russian, directly addressing the official English language Twitter account of the 69-year-old president. If Putin could so easily humiliate the West, then he would accept the challenge, but he will not, he added in a second tweet. So there was no immediate reaction from the Kremlin, but Chechen leader Rasman Kadyrov posted a mocking response on Telegram saying, Elon Musk, I wouldn't advise you to test your strength against Putin. Your weight categories are too different. <laughs> and so that's headline number one. And headline number two, so today's headlines are all a little bit crazy. Headline number two, man to be charged with using a sword to hit a person and several cars in Buangkok. So a 37-year-old man who allegedly used a sword to hit a person and five cars in Buangkok will be charged on Wednesday. That's tomorrow, said the police last night. So the police received multiple calls at about 1.56pm on Monday about a man swinging his sword in the middle of Bangkok Crescent and stopping the oncoming traffic. Preliminary investigation revealed that the man had allegedly consumed some unknown pills prior to leaving his home with the sword, said the police. And he had a brief altercation with members of the public at the lift lobby of a HDB block where he lived. And then he jaywalked across the road and allegedly used passing cars. So at the traffic junction in Frankok Square Mall, he allegedly swung his weapon at another man. So other members of the public came forward and helped to restrain the man before the police officers arrived. A man suffered two superficial slash wounds on his left arm and was taken to the hospital conscious, while another man had abrasions on his left knee. The police added that this man is traced for multiple offences, including violence offences. So he has previously been remanded in the Institute of Mental Health and diagnosed with substance use disorder. So the man will be charged in court on Wednesday with voluntarily causing hurt by dangerous weapons or means. Well, I don't know about you, but if I saw a man swinging a sword around on the roads, I would definitely run. All right, and now heading on to the third news article of the day. Pete Davidson is going to space. So today is another episode where we talk about Pete Davidson and I guess maybe he's going to space to escape Kanye West. I don't know. But next week, March 23rd, the star will be shot into suborbital space on one of Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin rockets. So this flight makes Davidson the latest celebrity to take the 10-minute ride. And he will board the company's 60-foot rocket, New Shepherd, along five paying customers. Does that mean he's not paying? I don't know. But namingly, investor Marty Allen, former NASA manager George Newt, and entrepreneur Jim Kitchen, as well as couple Sharon and Mark Hagel, 
the latter who owns property company Tricor International will be flying with him. And notably, Sharon Hagel also founded a non-profit called Space Kids Global, which is dedicated to teaching kids about space flights. So according to the CNN, Davidson will basically attend a few days of space camp at Blue Origin's West Texas facility where he will train for the flight. The experience entails the rocket breaking the sound barrier as it climbs 60 plus miles over the Earth's surface, allowing passengers to feel a few minutes of weightlessness as the passenger capsule detaches from the booster towards the top of the flight path. So Davidson and company would then experience intense G-force before the parachutes are deployed to slow down the capsule and safely land. Very fun, very exciting news for all. This reminds me of when Lady Gaga was supposed to be the first person to perform in space, but that never happened. So let's see what Davidson will do in space this time. All right, and moving on to the fourth and the latest news coming out this afternoon, STV is seeking proposals for integrated tourism development in Jurong Lake District. So the authorities are seeking proposals to develop and operate an integrated tourism development in Jurong Lake District. So STB, Singapore Tourism Board, says that it expects the new lifestyle and tourism hub to comprise high-quality accommodation as well as a mix of attractions, retail, food and beverage, and entertainment offerings. So the development should place an emphasis on technology, edutainment, in quotes, and sustainability. So it should also complement existing nearby attractions, such as the Jurong Lake Gardens and the new Science Centre, as well as be well integrated with the entire Jurong Lake District through a network of pedestrian-friendly streets and well-designed public spaces whatever that means. And the development will have a maximum gross floor area of 84,000 square meters, comprising a minimum of 35,000 square meters of attraction space and a minimum of 21,000 square meters of hotel space and a maximum of 19,000 square meters of commercial space. And it's estimated to have 350 hotel rooms. So I guess this just means that there will be a lot of hotels, a lot of attraction space and a lot of commercial space. So, you know, I'm thinking this is probably going to look a little bit like Sentosa. I don't know whether this means that there might be a casino in the West, but we will see. And so the plot set aside for tourism development is located at the intersection of Boon Lay Way and Jurong Town Hall Road. So that's the field next to the Chinese Garden MRT station and the future Science Centre, which will move from its current location to about one kilometre away at Chinese Garden MRT station. So this will happen in about mid-2020s. And so, yeah, I'm really excited for this, actually. Because for too long, Jurong has been said to be, you know, a lame place, lah, nothing to do there. And so now it's going to be fun. It's going to be very exciting. I can't wait to see what Jurong will be like when all this is done. And hopefully, just I'm praying that the high-speed rail might come back and Jurong will be even more attractive then. But anyway, those are the headlines for today. And I hope to see you again tomorrow for another episode of Reread the News so you don't have to. It's me, Yang, signing off, and we'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.